Introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. Uh, this is just a bonus episode for you guys, just kind of put together four people stranded. They are flooded in in the southeast part of Texas. We had an unexpected day off down here. I hope everybody's doing okay and staying high and dry. But the beginning of this bonus episode is a conversation between Mandy, Tapia, and I about an opportunity that all Texas teachers have to come get some professional development for extremely affordable prices for $25. You can get some professional development. We all need it. We all should want it. Uh, and you can do that if you go to the Texas Thespians website. You can see the four different locations. We even talk about them in this interview. And then at the end there, I talked to Ethan Mock and Alex Cannon yet again, have a fun little conversation with them uh, about their experience and ending their time in high school. They're always fun to talk to. They banter back and forth. These guys don't even go to school together, yet STO Alex, that's his official name, STO Alex and Treasurer Ethan love to just chit-chat about all kinds of stuff. Plus, these are very talented actors, and you will probably see them in the future. They'll, they'll peter out eventually, the, you know, only so much for people that look like them, but they will be successful at whatever they do. They're amazing students. They're amazing kids. They're going to be amazing adults and amazing theater artists. So enjoy this bonus episode right now. All right, Mandy. So we are piloting a fun event along with the leadership conference this year this summer for four days through texas thespians and it's going to be some of the board members as well as potentially some other guests we haven't really solidified that at the moment but there is potential and we're going to offer professional development to any teacher that wants to attend and it's 25 bucks super cheap and it's regional so you can yeah. go uh, uh, I forget the name of the actual town, but it's near San Antonio or it's central Texas. Cibolo. Okay. Cibolo. Sure. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, it's at Byron steel. I know that Byron steel high school. Uh, then yeah. we've also gotten the order. I might be wrong with my order. Uh, then I think we've got Fort worth next. No, no, we don't have Fort worth. We have, um, <clears throat> excuse me. We have Rockwall next, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and then we have Fort Worth, and then we right. come down to H-Town into Houston at yeah. uh, Carver Magnet. Uh, right. The first one being June 17th, and the other three are uh, in August. In August. Yeah, August 3rd, mm -hmm. 6th, and 10th. And I am not looking at that, so I am quite impressed with myself. <laughs> Unless you're wrong. No, I'm really not. Um, I, just, I, I just remember it, because I'm that good. But... Uh, those those dates are planned leadership conferences for students, right. but we're gonna have they're gonna be teachers there anyway with your students. So why not while you're there get some professional development? Yeah. So it looks like in the past this had this had happened at different sites, sort of organically, and we're just trying to 
kind of organize them and make them a little bit more official so that we can offer uh, the PD hours as well. So by legitimizing them and adding in um, uh, some, I guess, some structure to the event, then we're able to add in that PD hours. And I mean, who who doesn't want that extra time added on? So um, it just makes it a little more official and kind of gives it some, um, I guess, legitimacy, if that's, if that's right. But, it's also, yeah, I mean, not just legitimacy, but it's also that the teachers can now come to this conference expecting to get something out of it as well, other than, again, like you said, just kind of sitting around and powwowing and not, sure. not you know, they, they're sure they're sure. able to go back to their school with maybe some new information, but it's not official and their administration won't honor that. Won't, you know, if you walk in and say, right. Hey, I sat around with friends and we talked about theater. That's not really professional right. development. And that's not necessarily what we're doing either. Yes. We're sitting yeah. around talking about theater, but there is structure, like you said to it, that's going to offer, yeah you know, how to kind of manage a program, maybe down to some basics with lighting and sound. And uh, you're real good with the paperwork stuff. So there will probably be people that, you know, pick your brain about that. And we're going to try and keep it as consistent as possible. So what you get in uh, Central Texas is going to be similar to what you would get in Fort Worth. So it's not like, uh, you know, of course, because of our brains and how theater teachers work with their brains there might be some differences of course or there will be i guarantee sure. it but we're going to try and keep it as consistent as possible at least the content for now and then in the future right. you know build on it and say hey if you want to learn more about um projections get out to central texas if you want to learn more about uh, uh costuming on a budget which is something i think we're going to offer then get out to yes. fort worth or something you know so, right. Yeah. yeah, I think um, right now the way that it's organized is a two-hour session in the morning um, when the kids start and then a lunch break and two hours in the afternoon as well. So I think it gives it a good um, chunk of time where you can actually get some good um, instruction or some help or some questions answered. I think um, the idea is to make sure that they the sessions themselves seem intimate and non-intimidating, uh, I guess, for directors to really be able to get into whatever subject it is that they're learning about and ask the questions that they may not be able to do at a, at a, a bigger conference later on. Um, and this kind of gives that one-on-one -on -one feel of, of a classroom type setting. Um, and at the same time, keeping it loose and fun since it is summer and um, but I think it's nice. I think, you know, we try to aim to do the same thing during the Texas Espion Festival in November, but I mean, there's just so many things that are going on during those short few days of uh, trying to stay organizing and keep your kids going where they need to be going and making, you know, making it to what they need to do on time and, and at the same time trying to get in a few hours for yourself to, to either go to a session or, I mean, just to eat. <laughs> um, while you're there so I think this kind of gives that same type of feel of, of the teachers being able to get something out of the, the sessions themselves but at the same time with a little bit more I don't know um, casual feeling to it Here's, so here, I'm excited I think it's going to be fun 
I'm the metaphor guy. I always make metaphors or again, analogies. I don't really know the difference, but my analogy for, if you will, or my metalog uh-huh. metallurgy, uh, for this would be that, that, uh, Texas thespian festival in November is like going to the Galleria on black Friday. And then this festival, oh. the leadership festival or TTEC even is like going to the Galleria, but on just some random Wednesday in June. And so it's uh, still, you get to explore, yeah, you get you, to take your time, yeah, go through the racks. See, so go through the racks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. <laughs> there's so like many that. places All we can go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Galleria. Keep it PG Mandy. <laughs> but, um, we, uh, yeah, it's like you get to, you get the same content and the same information is still there, but you kind of get to take sure. your time with it and, Maybe you go into the dressing right. room and try something on that you were too shameful to try on before. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get you. I get you. That's, that's, that's my analogy for. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't really like that term, but I An- get what you're saying. Analogy for. Yeah, I don't like it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it matters to me how you say it. I just don't like it. <laughs> I happen to anyway. I think, I think analogy four is a great word. If Shakespeare can do it, I can do it. And on that, we're going to end this conversation. We're here in studio today. Hey, oh, friends of the show. Friends of the show. Uh, backed by popular demand, we heard the legions of people chanting for us. Uh, I and told we... a lot of people to listen to our episode, and a lot of people were like, it's an hour long, I'm not going to listen to it. So I just gave them the timestamp of when we started so they could skip the But interview. I liked the, I liked the I know, interview I did. beforehand. I that did. was a, it really was a good interview. interview. Tell them to subscribe. They should. If you don't subscribe, then I don't. Like, obviously, you're listening, so you want to hear this content. Mm-hmm. But if you don't subscribe, <laughs> like, I don't even know what you're doing with your life right now. You need to get your priorities in order. Don't even know. You know. Don't mind the typing in the background. So, Alex, we were talking about this, and this kind of brought it to my attention. So, first of all, congratulations, Malloy Cap Twenty One. Congratulations to you, Fordham. Absolutely, going to uh, New York Lincoln Center. Lincoln Center. Yeah, but so what's like? You know, you're going to the school. What do you think? What's, like, your end goal? What's your end game? My end game meaning, like, my career uh, goals. Yeah, well, so like, let's say you do, do – now, this is a little preemptive, but you do your four years mm-hmm. at Molloy Cap 21, and you step out the doors, and then, you know, what's what do you want to do? Um, what I do you wanna, think you want to do? I want to I act. Yeah. I definitely want to act. Uh, I would, like every uh, college actor, I would try directing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um I just, I really just want to be able to make a living doing it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care if that means, like, I live in Wisconsin for three months doing, like, mm-hmm. regional work and then move to Iowa and do that. I mean, it's it's just, I mean, because you, you probably know it just, just as much as I do. Yeah. Like, if you if you love it, then it's like, okay, it's sure. It's worth it. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's go cross-country to go be in a rinky-dink show. And exactly. Make, make some money Make some it. money, have some At fun. At what point do you stop trying? Yeah. Well, uh, and that's that's the that's, that's the, the question. question. I mean, obviously, you know, those who can't do teach. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I so thought that's, that's real popular on this. <laughs> I have, I have, I have thought. No, no, no shade to theater teachers. No shade. No there, shade. There's, I love, there's some I love all of my theater, almost all of my theater teachers. Some yeah. saints. No, I have thought about that because um, my dad. It was really hard to get him to like come over to be like, no, I'm gonna do theater. Um, so what I said, because he asked me com- almost the same question, what I said is, oh, I'm going to be a professor. Because I don't really, I've been in high school theater. <laughs> I don't know if I want to come back. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll, t- I'll, I'll be a professor. Am I going to be a professor? I don't know, maybe. I, that means I have to go get my master's degree, and I don't know if I want to go That's back a, to yeah. school again. Um, I mean, but it goes back to, it's like, okay, how yeah. how much do you want to make a living in this field? Exactly. 
Because like he was saying, at what point do you kind of say, okay, well, we gave it a shot. Yeah. Now what's the what's plan B or plan C? Well, because for some people, it's like it takes them all to get, even get off the ground because they're like character actors yeah. and have to grow into their role. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of at this point, it's like, am I that kind of person or am I not? I guess that what that's what kind of theater college is for. Is oh, yeah, I was that, just going to say that. That's where, that that's where you kind of figure out where you land, what your what your type is, mm-hmm. what you need to be working on, and, mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I was do, you, a, do you think Morgan Freeman figured out his type in college? No, uh, did he go to I don't college think he theater? looked. He looked. He, look, he didn't look enough like God when he was younger. <laughs> he, did, he doesn't look yeah. like God. He's, he just he is. is God. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, say. I was up at I was up at Fordham uh, for their spring preview on Saturday. Loved it. Um, but one thing I noticed is I met you know I met some of the current students and I also met uh, some of my fellow classmates and there was a classmate of mine who looks very similar to a current senior. And I was like, wow, they're just replacing him. <laughs> Not literally, you know. I'm sure they're very different actors, but they looked very similar. Both, both like tall tan dark hair like this kind of like mediterranean look how many people can do that i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know um <laughs> this is like kind of mediterranean like i was like they just gotta they like they have you know they know what they're looking for well the interesting thing about like the college like the whole process mm-hmm. of auditioning and you know being nerve-wracked for three weeks when they tell you they should have the answer to you in one week and exactly. they don't and, yeah. i mean it's it's meeting all these different colleges that even though you don't go to you're still kind of picking up little different bits exactly. and pieces. Because I know both of us at different times, we auditioned for U of H. Yeah. Um, and um, for me, that was a really fun experience. Oh, yeah, me too. I loved it. Um, because it, at the very least, you get to meet the faculty and you get mm-hmm. to kind of get a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of what they know mm-hmm. in in your life. Like, uh, we had the, the stage combat. Yeah, that, um, yeah, that, that, that was a really helpful just workshop. Yeah, and I mean, uh-huh. it's and that's another thing that goes into... I think part of how bad do you want to make a living in the field is how much time are you willing to spend mm-hmm. listening to people who are in the field already mm-hmm. and kind of soaking up all of the stuff yeah. that they know and all the stuff that you don't know. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's 15 minutes of stage combat, yeah. it's it's 15 minutes of stage combat you didn't have. Yeah, exactly, I, I yeah. Didn't That's like, and that reminds me, I'm directing a, a show right now, uh, Huey by Eugene O'Neill and it's going along really well um, but you know I take my actors through a warm up every day and some of the stuff I do in the warm up and some of the stuff I have them do um, in rehearsals for the show is stuff I picked up like part of our warm up part of the vocal warm up was something I picked up at the Juilliard audition I didn't get into Juilliard mm-hmm. I didn't even get past the first stage but <laughs> I, I, I picked that up and I was like this is really useful this worked for me um, and so now I have my actors do it um, and one of the exercises I just put one of my actors through was something I picked up at the CalArts audition I got into CalArts lovely program um I am going to Fordham, but that's no knock against CalArts. It's a fantastic school. Um, but it was something I picked up there, and I was like, I, this, I like latched onto that. I was like, that's amazing. That's a really good tool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's just like, what do you, yeah, like exactly what you're saying. Like, how much am I willing to listen to people? And I could just sit in a room and listen to, like, theater professionals talk all day. Yeah, exactly. write everything down. <laughs> write everything down. Oh, my gosh. Um, but it's, it's like, I never did, I never did theater one. I never did any mm-hmm theory classes because Ethan for the viewers who aren't aware uh, or listeners, <laughs> listeners as minor corrected me last time um, Ethan is incredibly well read on the subject of theater I read a lot of every books. time I see him he's got a different type of nerdy <laughs> let's go over this obscure Russian guy's theory of acting I wouldn't and, call Stanislavski obscure look I didn't know until <laughs> last year but it's it's like Ethan Ethan just he commits that much time and that much energy into learning about his craft because he enjoys it and that's what he wants to do and I'm behind the eight ball in that I didn't know a lot of these things but yeah. now I mean it's it's so you've me. been very successful it's without it, them yeah I, I have been mildly okay I would with say that. I would say pretty successful 
but it's it's like the stuff that you want to do 20 years from now the base work for that has to start now exactly if you want to be if if ethan wants to be broadway actor yeah. in 20 years then that means that now he's got to lay the foundation so that he can be a really good college actor and then out of college be yeah. a really good you know exactly. straight out of college actor yeah. and it's it's a whole lot of planning for the next step mm -hmm. in without knowing what that next step is ex exactly yeah exactly okay i had a question about because i mean now i mean ethan and i are seniors about it doesn't acapella music? yes but <laughs> since ethan and i are seniors it doesn't really pertain to us as much but sure. like around this time every year is when directors start talking about next season yeah so these are the shows we're looking at for the fall show or looking at for the musical or looking at for mm -hmm. uil so like that every director always says i mean what do you guys think Oh, we, what never you guys? we never get you asked never that. You never get asked that? No. We get asked that every now and then. Yeah. But like... She, they'll do that for, every, they do that for UIL, but yeah. not for the main stage. But for, for a lot of them, it's... Uh, see, we, that, that's the opposite for me. I don't do it for UIL, but mm. everything else... I, well, okay, from a director's standpoint, how much weight does the opinion of the students carry in that? Is it like, oh, the kids would rather do this, so we'll do this? Or is it the kids would rather do this show, but I know this show is going to be better... So even though it might not be the popular thing with them, we're going to do this. Um, I think there's weight as long as there's justification. Don't just come to me with a show you really like. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is sure an element of it. You have to enjoy the show because you have to live with it for eight weeks or whatever. Or in some cases, 24 weeks at some schools <laughs> in our district. But um, <laughs> We're going to rehearse this E-Way all the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, miss, can we um, take a week off? No. no. This is week 25 of our 50-week <laughs> schedule. <laughs> you know how this works. Um, but uh, I, I, I would say that the student opinion matters. Mm -hmm. But again, it matters only if it's justified. Why, yeah. do, you, why do you want to do this show? Mm -hmm. Who do you see in these parts? And if you say, well, I don't know if we have the actors for it, well, that's not going to That's fly. a lot of the argument yeah. going. Uh, <laughs> you don't precast, but you do. You do kind yeah. of. Think I wouldn't about say like one to one precast, like this person will play this part, but like this part can be played by these three guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, like for that. instance, this year doing Sweeney Todd, we knew exactly who Sweeney Todd was going to be, but so did everybody. Yeah. So did the, and nobody had a problem with it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, a little bit of, of with Mrs. Lovett as well, and nobody walked in with an issue. Yeah. The same with last year with our Romeo and Juliet. Like everybody kind of knew what the show, who the show was being chosen for, mm. and uh, for those two parts, it's not like we sit there and hash yeah. out every Pretty single. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but your leads, you kind of have to know mm -hmm. who who those people yeah, are going to be. Because you don't want to be, you know. Here's week one of auditions. I don't know who any of the yeah. leads are going to be. You like yeah. to be surprised, though. And we've, we've yeah. been surprised in yeah. the past where we're like considering one person for something and then somebody walks in that we've never seen, or maybe they just kind of up their game. Yeah. Um, That's what happened and, for me for my yeah. show that I casted. I, what, the guy I casted. Cast. Cast. Sorry. He did this last time. I made an ED <laughs> joke last time, and you're making me come up here again. The, the guy I cast as, my, as, as, as one of my uh, actors in my show. I That's wasn't staying even... in, by the way. <laughs> the guy I cast as, as, as one of the parts in my show, and there's only two parts, so each part is very important. Um, I wasn't even considering him when I was reading the show, and now he's doing a fantastic... Actually, both neither of them. I was considering the people I was con originally considering are both in different shows and they're doing great in those shows and the cast I have is you know better than anything I could have even imagined or dreamed of um, so that's a big that was like being surprised is really important one thing that I actually really liked about Fordham is the students don't pick the main stage season but once a month the whole theater program gets together meets and as a part of that meeting 
the theater students can propose shows that they would like to be in consideration for main yeah. stage. And so their main stage season next year is already picked. Um, and I think you know, one of the shows, there's only four shows for the main stage, and one of them was one that a student suggested and proposed. They have to do like a full proposal, but you know, that degree that was, of student in- influence. That was like, we, we did something like that. We do something like that for UIL, or we have the past, the past couple years um, with our current directors, where for UIL, the directors go in and they, we have two directors, so each one of them will have a script that they'll say, okay, this would be a good show for us, or this would be a good show for us. But we have a productions class, mm-hmm. so they'll go to the productions class and they'll say, okay, in three weeks, we'll listen to any proposals people have for shows. You have to give us what the show is about, why should we do the show, what kind of tech elements could we bring to the show, who would your cast be for the show. Um, and If you casted it. If you casted it. it <laughs> um, <laughs> This is that's gonna be the reason I don't get a job on Broadway. <laughs> that's go, not why. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's it's even if because I mean, uh, Mr. Minor would know better than we do how the director mind works, and Ethan directing his stuff knows better. But um, even if even if like the student opinions are just kind of like okay, well, it gets them excited about it, gets them reading more shows. But I mean, it's still gonna be ultimately us. Even believing that you have like a say in in what's going on in the program because I mean everybody says it but the the theater departments kind of become a little family every year it's a dysfunctional weird sometimes doesn't always like each other family but it's a family family. and I mean you want to you want to you want to know that you can go to this group of people and they're going to respect your opinion Mm -hmm. and if so if I go out there and even if I say something ridiculous like if I say the best Andrew Lloyd Webber production by far is Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. No, Starlight Express. Agreed. Agreed. Oh. <laughs> it, I know, a minor's Jewish. My, I yeah, my this is <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you guys think that, uh, do you guys think that the directors pay mind to your opinions? It depends on the opinion. Yeah, it honestly. depends on the person. I think because I'm so dedicated like to what I do and because I'm, you know, so involved in it, and you know, yeah. I am going to Fordham. It's a really good school for theater. Um, I think, you know, <laughs> <laughs> let's plug it. A couple more. Like, let's plug it. Look, I'm just really excited. I, I'm wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the shirt. <laughs> in, the, in the description of whatever pod this is, Ethan is on, very excited. It's going to be a Fordham count. Right? <laughs> uh, Ethan Bach referenced Fordham six times in this particular pod. Yeah, but uh, stay tuned next week. But uh, yeah, I think I think you know my my opinion seems to and I'm sure Alex has experienced something similar. My opinion certainly holds a lot of weight with the directors, but I'm not sure if that's necessarily true for everyone. Do the students around you, maybe those students that only show up to one or two rehearsals or don't realize they're not nearly as committed, they have this false sense of commitment, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, yeah. Do you think that they then find an issue, take issue with the fact that I, as a director, have just now kind of listened to you as a student and chosen a show based on your recommendation. I'm, I'm sure that that goes on. Yeah. It's high school theater, even the small things, that's not a small thing, but even small things kind of get blown out of proportion. I had a problem with that a little bit last year because my opinion as a junior was holding more weight than some of the four-year seniors were. Um, there are there, like because our, our senior class last year kind of split down the middle. There were some theater majors and some non theater majors, and the theater majors obviously their opinions mattered a lot because they were really dedicated to it. But there were some four year seniors who were like 
four years seniors in air quotes like they'd been in at least one show a year but they weren't really super involved mm-hmm. um and they got kind of pissy that my opinions seemed to matter more than theirs and like well i've been here for four years um and but i was like well i've been i've auditioned for every show that's come my way yeah. whether i got in or not i mean i did but whether i got in or not it wouldn't really matter in that kind of arena because they just they would just do like one student directed show a year and that was it that was their like level of involvement for theater but they still got to be a four-year senior mm-hmm. and they took like the theater one class and that was it and i was i was in theater three i was in theater production i was helping out tech and acting and directing i was involved everywhere um so i did have a little bit of a problem with that but it was just like a little minor thing, and once they kind of minor realized, wisdom. yeah, well, it was it was a bit of minor wisdom that they had to take in. <laughs> well, like yeah. what we have, I think a lot of directors do it. Um, some of some are more cognizant of when it happens, and they try to stay away from playing favorites. But mm-hmm. a lot of directors, even if it's you know a core group of like three people, yeah. that the director will say, "Well, what do you guys think?" Or you know, "Let's have let's have a powwow and just kind of talk about it." Mm-hmm. There and I've been I've been in the room talking about it and I've been on the outside of the room waiting for them to come out. Yeah. Um, and it's there's definitely when you're on the outside looking in, there's a, definitely a feeling you get that's okay. Well, then why does my opinion matter at all if it's really going to boil down to what are these three what do these three people think? Mm-hmm. And when you're on the inside of that, you're kind of like okay, um, if my opinion is going to matter, then let's look big picture and do what's best for the troops so yeah, that everybody exactly. else gets a say but it's not them raising their hand and saying let's yeah. do this it's me saying or, the or, yeah as, as like a, a liaison for yeah. everybody else yeah and as a and you're a troop officer right yes yeah i'm, I'm the president yeah. of uh troop 5136 he's the ethan, treasurer ethan is two-time treasurer back to back like the rockets three six eight nine back um, to back like the rockets back in you know they didn't even play in the yell back then <laughs> played played, played at joel play. osteen's church what was it called the, compact the summit the summit good and then it became the, the compact, compact center, center. And then it became the Joel. <laughs> the Osteen Arena. The Osteen Arena. Uh, anyone can go in except Hurricane Harvey, people. Oh, oh too soon. That's too- Minor.